0: Welcome Welcome to to the the Mixed Visions Podcast. Podcast.
1: I'm Erica.
0: And I'm Jules. And we created this platform to help give you clarity within the nine pillars of life.
1: As you digest these episodes, keep an open mind and soak in the vibrations of each perspective that you hear.
0: We will be speaking about different journeys, lessons, obstacles, and your ability to create autonomy. Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome back. To the Mixed Visions podcast. This is episode number 13. Today, Erica and I will be speaking on the topic of spirituality, and we're gonna have a few subtopics that we're gonna want to unpack with you guys. A small updates in regards to the podcast. We have officially gone global. We are being listened to in the Netherlands, in Saudi Arabia, and in Canada, as well as Russia. Yes, we got some Russian people listening to us. I don't know if we really I'm fucking with that. But, anyways, we've gone global. Oh, and Ireland. <laughs> so we've gone global, so we're really excited about that. Downloads have definitely been picked up so we appreciate you guys tuning in for these episodes and we definitely appreciate you sharing these episodes as well and helping us continue to grow so again today we're gonna dive into spirituality and let's jump right into it how are you feeling today i'm feeling really good this morning i had class over at rumble which has been really fun uh it's been a good new experience training that many people in that kind of environment putting me on the spotlight and all that but uh it's been good day's been good it's disrespectfully hot outside um we have hit that time here in nashville but uh, other than that i'm feeling pretty good tell us um How does it feel to have brand new eyeballs, Erica?
1: It feels lovely. (laughs) My favorite word. Yes. So I had LASIK surgery last week. Yeah. Yesterday made a week. And it was cool. I was terrified. But you actually don't see anything. So like they suction your eyeball with this thing. And then it cuts a flap in your eye with the laser. But you don't see like it makes your vision go black or it's stuck in your eyeball <laughs> and then it takes like seven seconds and I went to the next table.
0: They put a suction cup on your eyeball?
1: Yeah it was weird <laughs> it was really strange I don't know what it looks like but they give you numbing drops, so it didn't hurt but it just felt he's like you're gonna feel pressure and I was like what the fuck and then everything was black and he's like don't freak out and I was like okay and then the treatment took like 10 seconds each eye on the next table mm-hmm. and then he put the little flat back down which is gross but I couldn't see nothing yeah. so I didn't freak out and then took a nap for three to four hours on the way back to nashville because i did it in lexington and i had new eyeballs nice yes
0: fresh lasik eyeballs
1: yes i did a review on my story so if you missed it you should do it because blindness sucks (laughs) and you can save money on uh not getting glasses and contacts and you can see shit yeah Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I think my Erica's thinking about getting LASIK done as well. I
1: know. That's why I did a little review because she asked me, and then a couple other people were like, "Well, tell me what happens." Because they like some people were like, "I'm terrified." Don't be scared because you don't feel nothing. They say that you can have itching and burning and watery eyes, but duh, your eyeballs cut open. Yeah. I didn't have anything. If you take a nap immediately after, they said it doesn't bother you, but it just feels like my eyes are really dry. Is there
0: something with that where you have to like go back after a certain amount of time?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Friday I had my surgery, and then Monday was my follow up. A couple days after. Oh, I meant
0: like year. After you get lace sicker, um, it's just like you're just good for life.
1: You're good for life. Oh, Usually, shit. like the generative stuff, like because that's just with age, like you might need reader glasses, hmm. or you get cataracts that's not. Pertaining to that, if you ever need retreatment like where I went, Lasik Plus, you should go. Say I referred you. I don't think I can get anything, but you get like fifteen percent off. So hey, if you need retreatment, you have like a lifetime warranty with them. Okay, it. So, like, so you can always
0: go back and get a fix.
1: Yeah, so I got like Superman vision now. Nice, that's what's up. Yeah. Okay, brand new
0: eyeballs over here. Look at you.
1: Uh-huh. It's cold in here, so if you hear me like talking <laughs> weird. I'm like shivering because <laughs> I'm like naked because it's hot outside and it's cold as hell in here. So we're gonna go over our spirituality or religious beliefs. I don't even know what billions are and I'm a dumbass and I was like isn't stoicism like spiritually things?" and he's like no <laughs> so slow moments but I was like okay well then you can tell me and everybody whenever we get on here so we're gonna start with what were you raised to believe
0: so I was just raised to believe in God pretty simple straightforward my parents grew up AME which is African Methodist Episcopal if you're into denominations and all the differences that they'll have those That's have cool. but under the Christian umbrella so growing up my family we went to my my father's church in Bowling Green and my grandmother's church. And it was a very traditional southern black church. You know, the men wore suits, the women wore dresses. You go there, sing hymns, get the get the word from the pastor for the Be day. church for like four hours. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, sometimes, it's a little, sometimes it was a little bit too long, but I mean, you're in there, you're, you know, you do the songs, you get the word, and then, you know, there's probably a little something afterwards and then everybody takes off. But um, I wouldn't say that religion was forced on my sister and I. We were both baptized at those churches, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say that we were like it was like really strict in the household like every sunday we were going to church like we would literally only go to church when like we went to go see my grandma which was like maybe like once a month growing up early on there's like a couple summers where i had to go to like bible camp but like i think it was just an opportunity for my parents not to to look after us for like a couple weeks i think that's really all it was (laughs) we
1: need a vacation Yeah. yeah
0: you know what i'm saying but it was never like too serious but i'd say growing up in my household it was like you know my parents definitely believe in god i believe in god It wasn't like anything that was too forced on us early on. But growing up, I just had this belief of, you know, there's a creator. Mm -hmm. You have to have the belief that there is a creator. You can pray and talk to him. You can go to him for, Mm -hmm. go to him or her, whatever you believe in. You can go to God for, to console, to, talk to let something off your chest anything like that but mm-hmm. i wouldn't say that religion was like too heavy in the household but there was like an initial introduction and in, like a, a foundation set yeah. for religion yeah. uh, but like i'd your say, belief system yeah it was like it was like there but it wasn't anything that was like too heavy where like you felt like over Stop. yeah like you had to do okay. it and like we're in the church like three days a week so i'd say that's that'd probably be the best way for me to describe it if that makes sense yeah that makes sense what about you Tell us about the Bible Belt life. The
1: Bible Belt. Well, I wasn't really, okay, so my mom didn't go to church, but I think when I was like 11. So this is weird. I hung out with a woman that was like 30 for some reason. Like she was, this is going to sound very strange when I say it out loud. So she wasn't like a pedophile or anything. So don't put that in your head about that because it's weird. But she was like 30 and she lived with her parents and she hung out with us. Like we, she would ask us to come over and we would be outside with her all the time. I don't know. It sounds creepy now. But I was like 10 and my friends were like 10 or 11 or whatever. And she was like 33, <laughs> whatever. She Maybe she just wanted kids or something. I don't know. So we would always go there and then I ended up going to church with her. Her. And it was an a church I very enjoyed. <laughs> so you got to find something that fits right for you. But, of course, I was in middle school, so I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. And I didn't really know anything. Of course, I knew there was God. But my mom just, they never really talked about religion or spirituality or anything like that. And my voice is like, because I'm freezing. <laughs> Sorry. She never said, don't go to church or anything. But I was just like, I want to go to church. She's like, okay, whatever. They yelled a lot. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. Like, I like calm. I started going to a different church my parents at presbyterian church cecil cecil the preacher (laughs) he was very calm he was cool i don't know it was confusing i guess like i knew there was god and you should be kind to people and basic being a good human but i questioned church when mm-hmm. I went to I was confused not the one later that I went to and I still go sometimes when I go home but it was one of those really religious ones mm-hmm. like the really over the top it was strange did they have so,
0: snakes at that one? no
1: god no No,
0: Erica would tell me like <laughs> these stories about some of the, like those deep eastern Kentucky ones where they got snakes and like people were like chanting and doing all types of speaking in tongues and shit yeah
1: I'm not gonna throw shade to that because I specifically know someone that goes to those yeah no shade, like, all, no just shade. it's just there's some people though hearing this I'm like what the fuck are you talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, have you ever heard of Snake Man?
0: No. I've <laughs> not heard of Snake Man. Tell us about Snake Man. <laughs>
1: so, um, a girl I went to high school with, her dad is like a preacher of one of those. And they like, um, they drink poison. Venom? No,
0: no. Just like from snakes? No,
1: like actual poison. Like not a snake's venom, but like poison. I forgot what it's called. But they drink it. And if they live, God loves you. So <laughs> That <that's>, doesn't sound... <laughs> <laughs> that's just like my interpretation. I've never been to it, so I'm not probably explaining it correctly. Yikes. You can look it up. Uh, Mm -hmm. But they do snake stuff And if you get bit by a snake Something Juju I don't know He was on TLC (laughs) Back home the way they portray them, like, they do use a washing machine outside their house and stuff, like old-timey stuff, because some people just set in their ways, but they, like, made it them, and where we come from look god-awful, <laughs> like redneck in the heels. That religion, no, 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 not for me. I always questioned everything that I learned, because as I got older, I realized that most religions revolve around the same thing. They just have, like, different sets of rules, because religion is man-made. Jesus was of no religion, and Jesus was a prophet. I believe that part, like, I believe all that. But what I was taught, and in the Bible Belt, I'm sure a lot of people can relate. When you're a little kid, like you weren't raised that way, but they raise you like to fear everything. Like if you do anything wrong, you're going to hell. So anytime that I'd done something wrong, I would be. It gave me anxiety, and I was Mm. like in middle school. It makes you think that you have to be perfect, and if you're not, then you're going to hell. Instead of the you're not perfect, God is a loving God, Hmm. and He will forgive you. He, she, whatever will forgive you because you're having a human experience. It wasn't like that. (laughs) That's interesting. I
0: remember like a lot of our teachings at the church that I would go to. She would talk more about how there's forgiveness for mistakes.
1: Yeah, that's really good. You know, and just yeah.
0: like being able to put, the, put it in that because there was never like a, a moment where she was like, oh, you're all sinners and you're all going to hell. It was just like <laughs> we all make yeah. mistakes, but you can find like, I don't know, salvation or whatever, Dad whatever words yeah. that she would use mm-hmm. through, you know, your belief or through trusting in God and things like that. It was almost like I felt like the overlying theme with a lot of what I gathered from like my early years with church was that you could use your faith as like a crutch when life gets hard you could just
1: lean on lean god, on god yeah.
0: and you could pray or you could just put energy into your faith and then that could help you get back on the right track it was kind of like the main over th- like thing that i got was just Absolutely. just that so i yeah it never really felt too overwhelming but that is crazy because i could definitely understand especially in like maybe like some different p- parts in of the, the holler yeah in the holler and <laughs> in, in the bible belt it being one of those things where it's like oh well if you sin, you're fucked
1: yeah That's pretty right. much. And I realized that I'm not freezing. I think I'm anxious talking about it so because I get shaky whenever I'm anxious and, like, I'm shivering. And I'm like, well, I'm not cold. So I just realized that when you were talking. But it's probably just makes me uncomfortable, I guess, maybe, just because I haven't really talked about it since then. Mm -hmm. But it's not, maybe it was traumatizing to my inner child or something. I don't know. It probably was. But, um, have your beliefs changed at all? Like, have they shifted, or anything?
0: Yes, my beliefs have changed a lot. Um, where I'm at now in life, mm-hmm. I believe in God
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know exactly what that looks like. It definitely doesn't look like how it was introduced to me. I do believe in God. I believe it can't be one big coincidence that we're all floating in this rock in the middle of the universe. I just don't exactly. think I don't, just don't think it's happening like that as I've gotten older, I've disconnected. A lot more with Christianity and how that was given to me Mm -hmm. and I've been thinking about um, if I were to be more of a religious person which would religion would I go after and at this point in my life I find myself gravitating more towards the Muslim faith mainly because it's I believe one of like the oldest religions that we have and Mm -hmm. probably one of the most practiced religions in terms of how many people um, are a part of that faith yeah and when i think about it i see a lot of the people who practice that faith are people of color from all around the world and you know you have people of all types of color but i'm just saying like mostly a lot of black people Mm -hmm. practice that faith and it makes me think because understanding just like the history of christianity being given to black people in america Mm -hmm. it was more forced onto our ancestors during slavery yeah just to be um what was the word just to be
1: to oppress you
0: yeah to oppress us and then also just to like um, blend us in with like what America wanted yeah. at the time, right? So mm-hmm. when I go back that far and I think about it, I'm like, okay, well, Christianity was just given to black people. That wasn't like the religion that we came to America with. And who knows what the religions were that we came here with? Like, yeah. obviously we can't know now. But I always think like, well, hmm, that wasn't actually the one that we came here with. So that always kind of threw me mm-hmm. off a little bit, especially as I became more aware and more understanding of history. Yeah. That made me think about that. And then when I started to change, I was thinking more of like, okay, well, let's think about the Muslim family. You know, a lot of black men and women um, are a part of that faith. It's Mm -hmm. a very old religion, and it makes sense because, you know, it dates back to a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. So if people who look like me have been a part of this religion for a very long time, maybe that would be a religion that fits.
1: Would resonate with you more. Would resonate with me more and
0: make more sense for, for me as like a black man. Mm -hmm. Right now, I don't consider myself a part of any religion. I think I'm still trying to figure out if I do want to be associated with one. But I will say that I believe in God. I spend time speaking to God Mm -hmm. on my own time. Whether that's just letting my God know how I feel or things that are going on or just being grateful and just thinking yeah, trying you know? to be
1: a good human trying to be a good human <laughs> and
0: just trying to see it all out but um i used to use it a lot in my early 20s as a way to uh, kind of center me yeah i felt like i dealt with my anxiety a lot in my early 20s through like prayer
1: mm-hmm.
0: not not so much now but i'd say now it's at a point where i'm definitely more open to if i w- was going to consider myself to be a part of religion you know i th- think I would have to take the time to learn more about the Muslim faith and give my time to that because I think I would resonate more with that than Christianity. Yeah. But again, like I said, I believe in God, and it's really kind of <laughs> that simple for me right now. I don't like to... Label yourself. Label, yeah, label Cause you it too much. Because you don't want to claim
1: anything right now. Yeah, because
0: I... Yeah, and I like I just don't know how I feel. But I definitely believe in God. I believe in a Creator. I believe that there's a lot more than just... A lot more goes into us being on this big-ass rock orbiting a big-ass star. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot going on. Yeah, I'd say that's where I'm at right now.
1: That's good. What about you? Oh, well, thank you for sharing first of all. I appreciate it. Because it's very personal. It is. I And like you, I agree... Well, not agree. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> That there's a God, there's a creator. It is not a being or a person. But I feel like they use that in different religions just to simplify and explain. Mm-hmm. There's something around here. Something's <laughs> going on. Something's going on. And I also believe, <laughs> this is where the woo-woo shit comes in. <laughs> so I also believe that we have soul contracts. A soul contract is something before your soul comes into your body. <laughs> and I'm laughing because Julian's just like, mm-hmm. You have a contract that you decide before you come into your human experience because I believe in reincarnation. I believe that, well, I know, because this I do know, and I feel like everyone, if you are self-aware, knows. Everyone has intuition. Everyone is part of God. Everyone is God. Mm -hmm. No one's perfect. Everyone's human. You're having a human experience. Like, this shit's fucked up. (laughs) But the people that are doing really bad things or really manipulative things, like bad people... Like, well, people doing bad things. I won't say bad people. People doing bad things. They aren't connected to their intuition because God gives you that. I wasn't connected to mine, and I'm more connected to mine than I have been in a very long time. Your intuition, if you're listening and you don't really know what that is, it's, like, hard to explain if you've never experienced it.
0: Like that gut feeling. It's
1: like a gut feeling. But I've had experiences where, like, when I wanted to quit my job, I heard a voice. And it was not my voice. Mm. But it was like, you have to quit today. And then I had prayed, let's see, seven six seven years ago 2016. I had just came back from Georgia from that crazy relationship. I had read a book, The Purpose Driven Life, and it's more of like a Christianity book. It's kind of finding your purpose um, mm. in a way or like figuring out what you want your purpose to be, I guess. But then I was like, okay, God, fucking help me. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do because I was like distraught, super depressed and stuff. I had went to my dad's... Oh, you know, I had watched a video. Okay, I don't remember what it was, but then it said to write down what you want to accomplish and then pray about it and sit and wait and listen okay so i was sitting there waiting and i don't know who the fuck it was (laughs) but a voice told me i have given you the tools be patient my child okay And I thought that I was just going nuts, okay? But I was like, that's not my voice though in my head. And it's not like what I would picture or think God would sound like. I connect God as your higher self because Mm -hmm. everyone's a part of God. Your higher self is what's trying to guide you, but that's connected to the whole entity of God. Does that make sense? Okay. Then years went by and didn't do anything with it. I was just pissed all the time because I was like, being patient, what the fuck? (laughs) But then over the last couple of years, I've really been more spiritual because I was confused about religion because I always knew that it was man-made and I don't think I'll ever identify with a religion. You just be nice to people. <laughs> Do what you think is right. Once you get in tune with your intuition and more self-aware with yourself, you'll know when something shouldn't be going whatever way or you shouldn't be doing that. Mainly, I believe God. Okay. And then be a good person and just try to help as many people as you can along the way because the sole contract thing is you meet every person for a reason, and on that contract, my belief, you meet every person to learn something to become your highest self. So. My last woo thing, you live several lives until you reach the potential to be your highest self. So each life, you learn more and get closer to your highest self. So this could be like my sixth life, seventh life, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes you'll like know things without really knowing how you know things. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it does. You may resonate with something and you don't know why. Or like you've heard, have you ever heard those stories about little kids? They're three and they're like, oh, well, that's whoever. And they identify people in a picture from like 1930. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. And I feel like it's possible because anything's fucking possible. (laughs) That's pretty much what I believe. Anything's possible. Long-winded way of saying that. (coughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. And I appreciate. Let me see who it was. Just. Dot. Is it Susan? Yeah, Susan. Okay, yeah. underscore mm. on Instagram. Thank you for asking that question because she said, I'd love to hear an episode about air because we we'll, believe we'll some practices. My practices, I meditate and I have my little crystals, you know what I'm saying? They represent different things. And sometimes I'll carry my crystal around every now and then. Some are for like relaxing, some are for channeling creativity and focus and things like that. So I carry those around. I use essential oils because I feel like naturopathic ways are more efficient in a way of treating the problem, not just the symptoms, but of course there's a time place for medicine i think that's it i think yeah
0: yeah i mean this was definitely the first i've ever heard about a soul contract um i think it's interesting uh i definitely believe that we all have the ability to tap into
1: your higher self yeah your higher
0: self or like your inner god i feel Mm -hmm. like we all have the opportunity to be able to tap into that i think it takes work it's not just gonna happen but i definitely believe that we all have the opportunity to tap into that and just become more connected with that purpose that Mm -hmm. god has you here for so I feel like when you're operating through that purpose, then that's when, at least in my opinion, I think that's when you're, you know, you're, I guess, operating out of, like, a God form in a way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've never heard about soul contracts, but it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, spirituality is something that's changed a lot for me, I guess, over the years, mm-hmm. just as I've grown and just kind of come into a better understanding of self. Yeah. Um, but I try not to, I guess make it too complicated for myself
1: yeah i just try to learn things like look up things if i hear something like what is that (laughs) because i'm always that's just how i am always like question everything but also i would like to say a lot of religions act like spirituality is like witchy stuff Mm. and a sin like (laughs) a lady i follow well used to follow on instagram been friends wow like acquaintances from instagram she got very highly wrapped up in religion lately which is fine whatever suits you but she tried to say manifestation was summoning a demonic spirit that's weird that's real weird And I had asked her, like, I just wanted her to explain, like, why she felt that way, and then she just ignored me. But that's uh, one thing that I don't enjoy is, like, some religion aspects or churches and through uh, Christianity, like, different denominations or whatever. They don't want you to question anything. They just want you to be like, okay, yeah, this is it, so don't ask any questions. But I'm curious. Explain something to me. And if you can't find somebody that can't explain it to me, (laughs) it makes me sad that a lot of religions, mainly Christianity, actually— separates spirituality from religion when meditation is good for you <laughs> literally it's been proven and it helps you to connect with your inner self and your higher self people i know and had them tell me that like that's demonic it's <laughs> <That's> weird <laughs> yeah it's really strange and i don't know if it's just like our area from where i'm from mm-hmm. or what but that it's just confusing it makes no sense to me hmm. cuz like they're one and the same and you need a spiritual abundance to be abundant in general and healthy and happy not just religion in my head i view religion as rules laws and then spirituality is finding balance and everything and loving everybody the best to your ability right so it just confuses my brain
0: (laughs) yeah so i guess it sounds like that you have like a good mix of spirituality mixed in with belief and like faith yeah yeah and god
1: yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
0: Well, i think that's good and i think it's healthy that i don't know i don't feel like you have to be absorbed in just one i know a lot of people yeah. are and they're very like headstrong about the one that they're involved in but um yeah i think it's good to have a little bit mixed in because like i think there is a difference between spirituality and religious belief yeah they're not like completely opposite but they're just like next to each other more so than like on opposite ends of each other
1: with christianity like you were talking about like they brought all your peoples over here, stripped them of their names, their hair, everything, everything. Everything. So it's like, how
0: can I believe something y'all others gave us?
1: They used it as manipulation to control people.
0: Oh, I think the word I was thinking of earlier was assimilation. Is that the right word when you assimilate? Is that the right word I was thinking of? When, like, you force a group to be, like, a certain way? the area that you're coming into? Let me look is that it up. assimilation? I look
1: it up. I look it up. The process of taking in and fully understanding information or ideas, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah, I
0: think yeah. That's it. <laughs> Forcing
1: their ideas, yeah, though. yeah seeing
0: their, so forcibly, like, forcibly
1: assimilating, <laughs> yeah,
0: forcibly assimilating on some. So that's especially when I came into like a better understanding of self. I was like, Well, fuck, and they just gave our people Christianity, and nobody asked yeah. for that, yeah. Who knows? Like, my ancestors could have like worshiped multiple gods, like, who knows, yeah, you know, so
1: and that doesn't make them bad, yeah. Do you know what region like your people came from?
0: Uh, when we did our genetics...
1: Oh, you did that? That's cool. Yeah,
0: my family did. Um, we're from West Africa, I believe. Oh, okay. I don't know exactly where in West Africa. It was yeah. a little um vague. I think it tells you like a country region oh, that okay. your ancestors may be from. Mm-hmm. But I think overall it just tells you like either like Northwest or East Africa oh, and I then know. it might tell you like <laughs> a specific region. I would love to go to Africa just to go back to Africa and just see it from my own eyes and experience it.
1: Yeah. When I was growing up also people just were so hateful and I was like, You're not practicing what you're like telling people to do. You're being really mean to people or cheating on your wives. So, oh, my gosh
0: (laughs) so bad i feel like you see that a lot across religions is the people who are telling you things that don't actually live by it they're just like hypocrites yeah In the christian faith you'll obviously hear about a bunch of scandals in like the catholic (sighs) religion like there's always a scandal there so it's like you'll see like these top people in religion and they're just like complete hypocrites so it's like if you're you know a believer or or like a churchgoer idolizing that person and then it comes out that they've been Mm -hmm. cheating on their family or they you know are alcoholic or whatever it may yeah. be and not saying that like just because you're an alcoholic doesn't mean you can't practice your religion properly yeah. but they're just contra- they're walking contradictions It makes mm-hmm. it harder for you to be like well damn if you're saying all this about me yeah. but you're out here acting this <laughs> way acting then, like, then like what's really going on here so
1: it's hard for people to not have judgment because it's just like a human nature thing but a lot of people pass a lot of fucking harsh judgment on others when it's just like be nice it's like damn yeah. just because you're not going through it and you can't relate or you haven't experienced what someone's experienced have some fucking compassion. Because God Almighty. So, I don't like religion at all. <laughs> Sorry. That's just my opinion and my belief. I don't like it at all. In any religion, honestly. Those are your
0: final thoughts for there That's day. my final okay. thoughts.
1: I don't <laughs> like religion. <laughs>
0: Well, I think I think that takes care of everything for us in terms of mm-hmm. spirituality. Sharing some of our history, growing up with religion, where we're at currently, some of the questions that we asked along the way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Erica's final words: she got the spirituality, the woo-woo woo-woo. So woo woo stuff.
1: Woo woo, Su-woo. I'm joking. My, my, yeah, okay, kill
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's gangbanging kidding. on the mic just now. <laughs> So will probably dive into that a little bit more, but I think for me, that's that's definitely it. You know, I feel like mine's just like so cut and dry and like straightforward. I just, yeah. I don't have too many deep thoughts about it. Just trying to be a good human being while I'm here.
1: Hey, that's what we are all try to do. I think that's out to what do. God would want for me. Yes. Everyone. For everyone. <laughs> everyone be nice to people. And yourself. <laughs>
0: yeah. But if we uh, didn't cover something in regards to spirituality that maybe you wanted to talk about or just hear about a little bit more, definitely feel mm-hmm. free to leave us a message at the Mixed Visions Podcast Instagram. That's always a really great way to get in touch with us and just share your thoughts and feelings about the episodes and definitely continue to share some ideas on what you all would like to continue to hear. We do have a pretty good stretch of interviews coming up from July into August. We're going to be Mm -hmm. interviewing a lot of entrepreneurs here in the Nashville area, getting their stories and learning a little bit more about what they're involved in. And of course, how you can get in touch with them if anything sounds of interest to you.
1: Yes, we love (laughs) you. Okay, well, have a lovely day.